I was disappointed when you get more Angry Birds more stuff today. More life. Oh, there's Angry Birds to come. <laughs> <laughs> no Hello comment. and welcome to Boring Conversation. Anyway, literally Boring Conversation. Anyway, uh, episode 48. Um, you just missed some very exciting, fun stuff at the beginning of the show. Uh, but yes, Angry Birds, have you heard that? There's, there's Fuck yeah, we love Angry Birds! We love Angry Birds! <laughs> um, thank you for joining. Uh, I'm Fly Guy from FlyGuy.net. I'm joined with the bevy of Bountiful beauties below me uh, from the Star Wars land and the uh, toy world. Uh, we're going to talk all about SDCC today and all the bits and pieces that came along, but um, uh, we have some fairly regulars on the show. Kevin Gothrop from Collectible 21. Hello, sir. Hello. Hey, yeah. uh, Mr. Eddie from Dorkside Toys. Hello, hello. We've also got, uh, we've had a couple of audio podcasts with these guys in the past, but we can get to see their amazing, talented selves in there. Mr. Chad. Hello, And Mr. Tamer. You'll know these guys from uh, their own podcast uh, and the Imperial Shipyards. And uh, they, oh, God, you guys do everything. Uh, Lucas Collins, all the basically go on Facebook. And if you have seen any of these pages where people make cool custom figures, it's this guy, Chad. And I think Tamer, do you do any of the customs at all? A little bit. Well, there you go. He's got a big one right behind him that he's working on, trying to finish. <laughs> Holy moly, is that? There you go. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's a big figure. That's actually pretty perfect to me. That's one-to-one one scale. Is, uh, yeah, that's one to one scale, all right. So, look, we've got. I don't want to one scale. We are going to do one to one. We've got so much stuff to cram in here today. We're going to have show notes. When you see this video uh, on YouTube, we're streaming live here, so uh, give us uh, uh, give us the uh, the benefit of the doubt if a few things go wrong here. Show notes will be directly underneath when you watch this uh, on YouTube, and we'll have an audio version of this too. But uh, let's dive right in. First thing we've got on the list, number one. To discuss, um, oh, you popped something in there, Kevin. Star Wars vinyl nation, goodness, go for it. What's what's going on? Oh, we can what's we can come, we can come back to that if you want. No, I've I've uh, I've gone go all it. in on uh, Disney vinyl nation, and it kind of started at Star Wars weekends where we had uh, a Han and Carbonite exclusive vinyl nation. Which, if you guys haven't know what vinyl nation is, it's uh, about a three inch tall. This is a big. This is a large version right here. But basically, it's in the Mickey Mouse style, and and basically they have uh, Star Wars ones now that are um, on their third series coming out of Star Wars weekends, and so um, I'm, I'm hooked on this website called ChasingVinylMation.com, and it's a full database uh, that you can create, own, and want in trade lists, and basically um, find people on Facebook. It's all it's all using Facebook Connect, and you can actually find people who have the ones you need, and you have the ones they need, and do trades online. It's if there was something like this for Star Wars figures, um, I think it would change the hobby. Um, somebody needs to come up with something like this to make it uh, as exciting as it is for uh, the Disney crowd. So, I mean, the last time we, we spoke about this, there was quite a few exclusives and uh, all sorts of stuff going on with you. Is there anything else changed since then? Um, it's, it's just gotten a little bit more, um, I think, there's a mass amount of fandom around it, and I think the the big thing about it is that it's going to be. Uh, I, I see them doing more with Star Wars, and in the fall they're going to come out with Marvel, and it's going to be a lot of Avengers based. So they're really cashing in on you know starting to cash in with the toys now, uh, all the licenses. But uh, there's just something about them. It's just 
vinyl is not always the most attainable thing when you talk about Kid Robot and the exclusives and things like that. But I think as they start bringing in some of the urban designers um, into the Star Wars line, I think you're going to get even more of a bigger following. And, of course, customization is another huge thing, as Chad can speak to. But uh, there's, a, there's a whole other customization side of it where people are designing their own based on blank molds and things like that that it's oh, really taking off. Yeah, and... and I, I just like I said I just, I've said this before in other podcasts and other episodes that I think I think customization is where collecting is the future of collecting because 3D printers. There you go, <laughs> there you go. And I am waiting for my my uh, stormtrooper figure from uh, DTEC from Star Wars Weekends. It still hasn't shipped yet, but I'm I'm dying to get mine based on my 3D head sculpt. Cool. Excellent. Well, uh, we were talking about uh, some other big things, and I think probably we'll start with the full-size stuff. Uh, let's go on with the uh, number two on the list, I think it's pretty much the, the sideshow uh, figures that were uh, on at uh, SDCC. Uh, Eddie, you were talking about this earlier on, this huge-ass Wampa. It seems like, uh, well, in fact, that's not sideshow, that was, um, that's a General Giant. General Giant. But um, well, let's, let's go with General Giant Wampa. Uh, What's going on with this stuff? Anybody can have seen some of the pictures? We've got a link there, but it seems, Eddie, you said you'd seen packaging for this or confirmation no, that just, there's going to be... No, I just I just read. I don't remember what, what site I read oh, okay. it on yesterday, but it just said that they were going to patch, package it like the original one was packaged. So that's off the charts. Crazy cool. So I'm yeah. super stoked about that stuff. I mean, that's... Yeah, I'll definitely get that. So I'm not excited about the Bounty Hunter so much, Dingar... I'm all in on Wampa and Snowtrooper. Those things are rocking. Yeah. Earlier on, this huge ass Wampa. It seems like, uh, well, in fact, that's not Sage, that was, um, that's a general giant. General giant. But, um, the, the feedback going on there. Wampa, uh, Anybody can have seen some of the pictures we're going to there, but. That's kind of weird. I think, like, I feel like I'm in a uh, infinity loop. Back to the future here. What slide I read on yesterday, but I just said that they were going to patch. Package it like the original. Okay, that's off the charts. Crazy cool. So I'm yeah. super stoked about that stuff. I mean, that's okay. Okay. this is very surreal. God, <laughs> it sounds like a fucking nerd. Creepy. I feel like we're in the Matrix here. You know, it's like <laughs> okay. For some reason, we get a little weird look back. Right. So, General Chan, I mean, it looks, yes, they've got the 12 inch stuff that they're um, continuing to come out with, but Kevin, you're the one here, Mr. Collectol 21. You just <laughs> finished collecting the first 21, didn't you? Yeah, and they're up around me here. I got to figure a way to turn my monitor, but it's, it's sort of fixed. Um, yeah, actually, three seconds. Let me just, there we go. So, this was. Paradroids, oh okay. The most this thing, and it's great because it, it's forward-facing. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So um, this was the last one that I needed. That was my birthday present to me. Um, that was <laughs> the last one I needed to collect all 21. Kind of collect all 22 if you count my blue snaggletooth, which I have. Um, but I'm, I'm done. I am done. I'm not doing the Bounty Hunters. I'm not doing Empire Strikes Back. I, I love yeah, the Wampa. Right. And, Eddie, I'm with you. I'm going to live vicariously through you. Um, I don't I believe not, it, man. I don't believe it either. I've heard this story before from many people. I'm on. I'm not getting it. You will get it. I, yeah. in, in one year, when that Wampa shows up and you see it boxed, 
You are not going to be able. That thing is going to be awesome. I mean, you're not going to be able to not get it. That's going to be cool. I can't. I, I can't spite Eddie. I might have to buy it. He will get it. No doubt he'll get it. Oh, but it, it is it is impressive. And uh, but there's something else that's a little bit more impressive that I'm going to be putting my money towards. Which what if they do a tauntaun? What if they do a tauntaun? I was just thinking, would that be epic? A tauntaun or what if they... Oh my God! It's on I, I would not be able to stop it. I have to have them. <laughs> I know. It'd be great. That's nuts. That's yeah. nuts. Awesome. But uh, well, if they're going to do a wampa, what's to see they won't be doing a tauntaun? Yeah, it's true. But uh, how you can collect all twenty-one and have such a cool display and then not collect any more? I'm going to try. I'm going to try to stay true to yeah. my budget and, uh, <laughs> and a few other things. But you know, the, the 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 comedy that's been running around Facebook past two days with me is the life-size figures, and if I'm going to be able to collect all 21 life-size figures. And I'm like, well, I'm if I had a theater room or something and I could line the edges, you know, soldier style and rob a bank to besides that. Um, I, I'm on the fence about the Stormtrooper. They, they showed it. They have it. They're going to they're gonna do it, and I might need to get it. I mean, it just it, it's the epitome of everything I collect. It's Stormtrooper. It's Kenner. It's Vintage. And it's I kind of have to have it. <laughs> oh my goodness! Did you get? Did I? I think I read the price is going to be about two thousand. You read two thousands for the armor that EFX is putting out. I haven't heard a price point yet on the. Maybe price. I misread it then. Okay. No, if it's two thousand, I, I probably wouldn't spend that because I can get a, a sharper mm-hmm. image one for two thousand. Okay. I can get an actual one. I can actually hire one of the stunt doubles from the movie to hang out in my house for a couple weeks for two thousand. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> to make but, it look I mean, real the, cool. There's also a life-size Darth on the way. There is vinyl cape, and they said telescoping lightsaber as well. On oh one. my god! god. Yeah. Why is everything getting so big? What's what's the problem? With I think they movie? had the mold. I think they. I'm sorry, not the mold, but they have the scan, so you really can kind of do whatever you want with. It. I mean, they could probably make a giant Jello mold if they wanted to, you know, and and that's a whole different thing. But anyway, <laughs> you could do so, a lot so with you, that scan. So you're going to collect all 21 in the fill scale? (laughs) And then you'll finally be able to face Darth Vader and see if you can beat him. Exactly. I I think if I was to take it that far, I wouldn't need any friends, and then I think people would just talk about me as the weird guy (laughs) with all the life-size Star Wars figures. Oh, we see that anyway. This is true. This is true. You guys, Eddie and I have bought some uh, Gentle Giant stuff before, but nowhere near uh, what Kevin's bought. But um, what about you two? Are you any either of you into Gentle Giant, Jumbo size? Sean does the Gentle Giant. I had one, uh, and that was one I actually won through a contest, a custom contest on Imperial Shipyards, and I, I sent that to Wit as a Christmas yeah. present because wow. I'm, not, I'm not getting into that. <laughs> that was a Lando. That's a good Christmas present. Yeah, the S- I think it was the SDCC Lando or something like that, and I sent it to him because I know he likes those things. So. Oh, Actually, I have a quick story about the Lando. I was at Celebration 6 with my father, and I wanted to get the Lando just to get the keychain, the the blaster keychain, which they were out of, and I actually didn't buy it because I was, they said, well, there's nothing we can do, and I'm like, well, I'm going to pass, and that was sort of the point where I decided I'm stopping at the Star Wars packaging. That was was fate right there. So that's why I know I can stick to it. We okay. still don't believe you, Ghost Rope. Where are you going to play? <laughs> Fine. We got it on video. We'll just work out. Absolutely. We're, yeah, absolutely. You know, it goes on yeah. YouTube. It's going to be there forever, so we'll see. 
That's 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 good. That's good. <laughs> Sean, you, you you were raising your hand. You said you collected some of this general giant stuff. What kind of floats your boat with this line? What's well, kind of like uh, you know, Kevin is collect all twenty one. If it has an Empire Strikes Back card on it, I have it. What? So I'm kind of a yeah. Uh, you know, that's really cool. Like I said, I started Celebration Five with that. You know, Boba Fett. Uh, of course, they came yeah. out with the much cooler rocket firing Boba Fett about a year <laughs> later. But uh, and a blue one shortly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, I've got that on pre-order. That was my premier guild membership. Uh, yeah, I have that one. That's a really cool. <laughs> one. That and that stormtrooper. I guess that was the SDCC. Uh, Exclusive that year, have it too. So you're, and, you're not a completist in that like. Nah, if it, Empire Strikes Back, like the you know the Christmas Yoda, uh, I guess we'll maybe talk about that later on. But I pre-ordered that one, had to have it. And I just got, I guess the Yoda, the the regular Orange Snake Yoda was the last one I got. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. But as far as uh, I believe Eddie from uh, Dorkside Toys was saying that. He thought it was around two thousand dollars, and I did read and, and hear the same thing today. I think I heard anywhere from fifteen hundred to two thousand mm-hmm. dollars for the for the full size. So, uh, and I was kind of like, uh, like Kevin, wow, wow. that price, I believe I'll wait and get that new EFX Stormtrooper armor. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of torn. Not. That's yeah. What do you do, right? And and that's been yeah. the chatter is if it is going to be two grand. I mean, I was kind of mm-hmm. hoping for a a sub 500 or maybe a sub 700 price point if it was hollow mm-hmm. but i don't know if it's going to be in the in the 1 to 2 grand i, I would reevaluate what i rather put that towards iron man what i rather put that towards um, you know other full size things or the efx armor as well i mean the efx armor if i could wear it it'd probably be a no brainer but i don't think that's going to be a fit for me so Sean, just on the, um, the the life size figures, of getting back to that a little bit, you've got one behind you. Give us a quick uh, overview of. Is this just a project you started? You collected oh, all these? Oh yeah, games, my PA five one five zero six, my uh, ATAT driver costume. If I can get it there, that's awesome! Know. Oh wow, that's awesome! Yeah, yeah, labor of love. It's his ATAT driver is my favorite character. Well, long story that I'll try to make short. When I was a kid. Um, you know, seeing the movie Empire Strikes Back and seeing the walkers for the first time. And of course, I'm going to date myself here. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys are young enough to remember the wish books that came out from catalog companies like Sears and Montgomery Ward and JCPenney. And mm-hmm. I always wanted an ATAT. Never got one when I was a kid. Yeah, money was pretty tight, but. Uh, I've since rectified that situation. <laughs> I had a feeling maybe you did some yeah. life-size driver. All of us have. So, I'm sure there's not one of you, no all of you, no one of you is not spending right now. You're all spending money on toys. We all are. So I tell you. Know, you making up for that, Shelby. Between Gigi and Sideshow, you know, Gigi and, and June and then Sideshow and in July, and then oh, I don't know what I'm gonna do. And then they said they were done showing their exclusives. And then they show another one. I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, yeah again, real quickly, the, the, just to wrap up, gentle giant. The you uh, at Christmas to me, I was kind of like, meh. It's a bit. It's whatever. But uh, is it something you guys are gonna have, Kevin? Oh, I'm sure I'm just... I am definitely passing on that one. It, 
I have it. It's, it's not even. <laughs> well, it's, it's coming. It's not even a vintage figure. I mean, it never it never came out. It was never an actual vintage figure. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, I have a, I have an issue with that. Okay. <laughs> it's got not a massive issue. Feel, just, though. It does. Yeah. They they basically put a put a a Santa Claus coat on a vintage figure and charge double for it. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Call it input limited edition, of course. So you went for it, Sean. You've already ordered it? Yeah. I, well, for me, I don't know if you guys remember the Hasbro Christmas offering that came out with that. And, and it was one of the last ones that I had to track down. And so I was like, ah, okay. Well, and like I said, I'm, I'm getting ready to make a, a gentle giant uh, jumbo uh, display case and thought, well, that'll look cool in there, so. Oh. Yeah, and then, like I said, that sounds I interesting. Yeah. I might need one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I get the whole, uh, I, I get the whole thing, but again, I, you have to, I think I'm going to be really selective these days, but I, I mean, I hear you, anything with an Empire logo on it, I'm a bit of an Empire slut, and you know, it's got to be had. So, um, well, look, you know, hey, it's uh, General Giant, they're really, at least they're giving variety to some of this range of Mm-hmm. Often some choice, which is good. But um, the 12 inch in the life size, oh boy, money, money, money. Look, keeping on the large size figures, uh, let's jump on a little bit. Number seven in the list, we've got Sideshow, and this is uh, something as well. I'll be surprised if we don't see a Wampa in this scale from uh, Sideshow, or we'll get some feedback again. But um, Luke and Han and a, a Probot, and uh, they also showed Darth Vader at SDCC. Uh, who's who's a sideshow person here? I don't think any of you are majorly twelve-inch figures, are you? Sean again? Okay. Kevin's a little bit. I don't I don't know what you're talking Chad, about. Chad, no. I, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh wait, wrong wrong show. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I just came. That just came today. But they, um, these figures look pretty good. I, I mean, it's, um, and the tauntaun. So there you go, Eddie. It was a big tauntaun. It's probably the same scale as the 12-inch Jumbo Gentle Giant would be. But, um, yeah, they're pretty big figures. So um, did any of them excite you? Sean, you think you're going to grab any of them? The sideshow yeah. figures? I really the like them. I, I like all of them. I think they're all awesome. Um, the one... I don't know. I'm... I. A sideshow is one of those things I really would like to be able to afford, but the the price range is kind of out of my range right now. But you sure. never know. I mean, one of those one of the, one of these days I might uh, be able to venture into that. But um, if I were to pick one, if I say I had the money and I was going to pick one, it would definitely be Commander Wolf because uh, I just I just really like Commander Wolf. I think he's just so cool, and and the you can just tell that uh, what they've done with that figure, they've really you know, it's like if anything that you could want in a Commander Wolf figure, they, they put it in there and more. So I just really like it. You know, if I had the money, I'd get him. Yeah. Well, they also had um, some other sexual stuff there as well. The uh, I believe, and you guys confirm if you can, because uh, no one has as yet, Rebel Scum took some interesting photographs. Uh, we've got it there just in the link in number seven at the end. A life-size, what I believe, hand, uh, hand and carbonate and Boba Fett. Did anyone see this? Mm-hmm. I'll try and share this on screen with you. Uh, but uh, they took some photographs of some of the sideshow stuff, but then what appeared to be a massive uh, Boba statue um, with this uh, huge Hannah Carbonate as well. So um, hmm. a rather unusual. No one else, exactly, no one else really picked up on it, but uh, Rebel Scum, as I said, had some pretty 
cool photographs. I'm going to try to do a screen share, so if you're watching this, uh, it may come up on screen. Come on. Or it might not. But uh, we've got some links in these show notes under the you can have a look at that. But the link we've got there for you guys, you'll see the um, look in hand at the top of the page, but as you scroll down, you'll see it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. These are life-size? Well, it seems to be. When you look at the photographs, um, I, I'm assuming it's quarter scale or life size, because as you begin to scroll into the photographs, you ah, see fabric detail. details and stitching. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on there. And no one else seems to have mentioned it as yet, so I'm, I'm guessing there'll be some news as yet to come I mean, out, just but... the way the angle of the shot is and relative to the to the staging area around it, that's life size. <laughs> so I, didn't, I wasn't aware of a life size. I mean, I, I know at one point, away in the past... Uh, Sideshow had done a hand in carbonate life size, but uh, it was a very rare thing uh, that wasn't around too much. But anyway, this is just something that popped up, and I thought, why is there more fuss around this thing? But uh, everything's oh, life size at San Diego this year. But it's weird because the hand in carbonate is black around the edges. It's not silver all the way through like the actual piece. I agree. And it's like a black like frame. Finished product or something. So, yeah, maybe. Um, so there was also a life-size Yoda, which uh, Yak Face and a few others uh, uh, talked about as well. So it, for some reason, this life-size scale, I don't know where people are getting the budgets from, but uh, everything, everything's in life-size. Uh, everything's uh, bigger. Bigger's better. Everything's bigger. Everything's bigger. So we'll, we'll skip over some of the smaller stuff. There's the, some other stuff that came out before San Diego Comic-Con, but they showed it um, uh, in some of the stands here. That was Echo and Fives. And the 12-inch Boba Fett prototype. There's some links there again in the show notes, but we'll jump on to the uh, EFX Stormtrooper armor. Sean, you were talking about this earlier on. Is this one that uh, you're saying you'd rather save your pennies and, and get? Is that what you were hoping to do? Well, I mean, from what I understand, it's the first fully efficient, uh, fully efficient, official license there, got that, uh, <laughs> true. armor true. that's ever been produced. And uh, I'm kind of waiting to see what the 501st reaction is to it. Uh, but I don't yeah, see how the, That was yeah, my first reaction, too, is like how, you know, there's you know there's the whole thing about the, the gentleman in, in overseas who lost the, the lo won the lawsuit over Lucasfilm to, to produce armor, and he was one of the original armor producers or, or cast armor. members. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember his name right now, but you got to wonder if this is... You gotta wonder if this is Lucasfilm's uh, response to beating them at their own game, so to speak. If you can't beat them, you join them, and so they're gonna mass produce these. But there, if th if that is the case, there's a complete disregard for what the 501st brings to the table, and you gotta wonder if they're gonna cannibalize some of the viewpoints of sort of taking the money out of out of out of that pocket, which funds nonprofit and charitable, you know, right. things when they sell that armor. It's kind of an interesting. You know, a choice, I guess. It is, but I, I mean, again, it's also the um, trying to create a, a stormtrooper armor. Let's see for talking sake. It's not exactly easy. You know, you need yeah. deep pockets. You need you need major tools and you know cutting expertise. And you know, you you don't just go and buy these things off the shelves. Yes, you can buy stuff off from eBay, but um, again, it's not cheap. I this wouldn't recommend. It. Yeah, you wouldn't recommend it because you're getting a lot of. Um, Smaller sellers who just, you know, made some of the first cuts and then they sell them off. Um, have you done that before, Sean? Is that something you've... Well, I mean, if you've ever done any research on them, Star Wars costume and, and researched any of the, the boards or sites that, you know, are costuming sites, the first thing they warn you is to stay away from eBay. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. 
And, yeah, they really do. And, and there's a lot of very helpful places out there. Um, that's like, you know, I'm a member of the 501st, and uh, before I was even a member, they allowed me to join up, and, and I had help clear along the way to the point where I was finally ready to submit my photographs of my own armor for, you know, approval. So there's a lot, you know, better ways wow. and cheaper ways to go about doing it. And, and these folks, I mean, I had one guy that, uh, the five of first guys are really nice. Um, one guy was even willing to come to, you know, meet me to just, you know, see what I had and see what I needed to do. And I was able to figure it out on my own, but, uh, you know, that, that meant a good bit. And the, the charity work uh, the five of first does is, is another thing that, Kind of like Kevin said, I'm you know I'd hate to see you know this EFX armor take away from any of that because you know they are a really cool group and but man does it look good <laughs> and I'm, I'm you get EFX it's yeah it's I'm kind of wondering about the sizing I mean is this going to be one size fits all or you know how they're going to work that out but uh, which sure did look good at the preview night. So, um, look again, skipping forward, just conscious of time because we've got so much to cover here. Um, there were some Lego exclusives, but we've got a link in the show notes there. I think we'll skip forward. I don't see many of us being major Lego fans. I know Kev, you and I are a little bit, but let's jump on to the real meat, I think, of our collecting uh, stuff for all of us. Um, Boba Fett uh, with uh, Han and Carbonate, the possibly or arguably the toy of the year, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, was limited to one per person at the show, making this just a scalper's wet dream, quite frankly. Uh, <laughs> uh, has anybody got one? Has anybody heard of anybody that's got one? We've seen a few reviews. Um, I am I am this close. You're this close, are you? Are you selling close. your children? No, I have, uh, I have <laughs> people there, and I should have one tomorrow. Awesome. Yeah. Now the the other thing is like there are friends who were from Phoenix who were who were there today, and they usually go and they get as many as they can and they bring them back to a local toy show that happens every Saturday here. I may actually have one in hand tomorrow or somebody buying one for me tomorrow there. If not, I'm gonna try my luck Tuesday morning on HasbroToyShop.com. Which makes it, which I think is where a lot of people are gonna be doing it. Certainly in the U.S. That's for sure. But uh. Yeah. There's a lot of pain, and a lot of people um, were, I've been talking to online. And uh, if you're outside the USA, tough. I mean, unless you're going to Celebration in Europe, that's the only other place. Is eBay, and it's. Um, what about uh, any of you guys, Chad, Sam, Eddie? You said you might be getting one, or no chance you were getting one. Actually, you said earlier. Uh, I got the Marvel today. Legends, but yeah, I didn't get this one. He couldn't. Uh, he kept it for himself. So my buddy <laughs> was at the show, so he he only let me get one. So he kept it, which is understandable. So uh, no, I'll have to wait. I guess I'll I'll try to get one off Hasbro's Toy Shop, but um, mm -hmm. if I don't, then I'll. I'll probably take one of the four or five hundred Boba Fett's that arrive here <laughs> sometime in December. I'll probably snag one of them then. So, so we'll see. I mean, is is this such a pain for all of us to fight? I mean, really, it's not the Boba Fett; it's the Carbonite. Is it? Is this such a big deal? Are we really? Are we just going nuts over this toy because it's Boba Fett? I think it's the Boba Fett. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just Boba Fett, isn't it? I think maybe it if they'd released Fett beforehand, maybe it wouldn't be so bad. I don't know. 
So, so this might be the graphic designer in me, but the the entire series and, and especially this exclusive for me, it's 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 a little bit of the packaging as much as it is the figure itself. There there are some really well really well documented shots from Arnie and Silver Star Wars Action News and. Every part of the packaging was thought through by Hasbro, from the inside cover to underneath the tray. And there's like this um, schematic and wallpaper and this re- repetitive pattern of line art that kind of plays off the whole breakouts for the um, the the uh, the weapons and the accessories. And I'm a, I'm a big fan of well done packaging, and that's why I like Collect All 21. I mean, that's the, for me, it's the, the original Star Wars packaging. I honestly think that it's such a departure from everything they've done over the last, say, 30 years that next to the original vintage packaging, this is probably my second favorite. Well, there you go. It's, uh, I think, again, it's, it's a great one I want to get. I'm hopefully going to get one at Celebration Europe, but it's uh, it just seems to be driving collectors nuts. Uh, and especially one of you guys had shared, I think it was you, Sean, the link to the cost uh, yeah. for well, this uh, thing that's going on eBay, uh, and I'm just clicking the link here just to look at some of the prices. It's like 150 um, is the lowest for buy yeah. it now. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm looking at the completed stuff that Sean sent along there, and on average, 200, 140, wow. 170, 180. This is ridiculous. Crazy. It's just nuts. So uh, we were talking before the show there, just, you know, why do these scalpers do it? And I think, I mean, frankly, I think it was you, Chad, mentioned, you know, how can they do this? But it's just money. <laughs> it's quite sad, really, but it's, uh, they can turn a trick on uh, uh, this figure and make quite a few bucks. So uh, I don't know if you guys as well saw the, the kind of hidden feature on the carbonate, which allows the carbonate to be displayed as a kind of stand and also... Um, Stand it up. You, yeah. mm-hmm. well, again, that makes it an even nicer feature too. But yeah, very depressing. Very, very depressing thing for this. I mean, um, let me, I mean, should we take a quick poll? I mean, what what would you guys pay for it if you couldn't get it um, yourselves? I mean, is double is double too much? I mean, is that is that what do you draw the line at scalping? I'm not I'm not a, a pro for scalping. I'm just saying. I'm surprised some of them are selling for $99, and are they doing anybody a service by keeping even the scalping price manageable, I guess? I'd probably pay 100 bucks. Of course, I'll expense it, so, but, you know, <laughs> I'd pay 100 bucks. <laughs> research. It's research. <laughs> Just a little bit lower for me. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, 75 I figure, you know, there's a 15% yeah. meal cost plus shipping, you know? that I think that that's reasonable for somebody who... Is doing someone a favor because they traveled all that way to get it and they're not keeping it for themselves. That yeah. would, that might be a way to look at it. I don't know. Starting out. Well, there. What, what about you, Chad? Do you, is this one you you gotta have? Do you think you are gonna have to? No. You, how can you avoid this? You brave man. I saw you great Mandalorian. Customs. He's against the six-inch line. I, I'm not oh, against man. it. I just I'm not against them. If you want them, buy them. I just I just not gonna buy it for myself. That's all. I like I like four-inch figures. That's that's Why my thing. That? There's oh. one. There's one for eighty-five right now. Buy it now. You could go and get it. Really? But, yep. I mean, my whole thing is. I. I mean, I'm definitely. I've been lucky with the. the I say, and this is a tip. I'm kind of shooting myself in the foot, but in the interest of full disclosure, my experience has been five a.m. West Coast time, eight o'clock East Coast time, Tuesday morning. They need a day to get back to count them all up, and then get them online. 
and I succeeded with the Revenge of the Jedi Death Star set. I did not succeed with the Carbonite set. And that jar, that stupid Jar Jar, cost me a hundred dollars. <gasps> oh my gosh! Yeah, but it's it's We're a Jar Jar and Carbonite. So if I'm gonna pay a hundred dollars for Jar Jar and Carbonite, I'm gonna pay a hundred dollars for Black Series if yeah, I don't yeah. get it. I guess so. Yeah. So, so you're, you're kind of quiet there, but there's Boba Fett. You've got to have this. This is an Empire Strikes Back thing. I will have one. You will have one. So what do you think of the price you're going to pay as Kevin Seen? What do you think is a fair price? I think Kevin has a good point. I think for me, I'm, I'm kind of right around the 75 to, to mm-hmm. $80, $85 price point. So I might have to go look at that one you found the link of. But, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've got... You know, good friends, and you know, I've got a, a friend that's going to celebration Europe. Uh, Chad and I, we're a very good friend, and he's going to try to pick me one up there. So, uh, if there's any way to do it, he'll get me one. And um, you know, Hunter PR may even be kind enough to to float one uh, Imperial Shipyard's way. So I might get to you know maybe review one that way and. Uh, we just have to wait and see. I'm, I'm not quite ready to to do the two hundred dollar price point yet, but yeah. uh, but I am going to have to have one. Oh, they just sold it. They just sold. It just sold. Wait, it sold to me. I bought it. Did you guys just buy it? Yeah. I was going to. I was looking for it when you said that. I went. I typed in there looking for it in real time. I was going to buy it. That's that's why I'm here, guys. I'm actually waiting sales of exclusive figures while we're on podcast. I was going to snag that thing right in. I looked for it. I was like, where the hell is this thing? I don't see anything below 100. Hey, there's, oh, <clears throat> there's another one for 85. Uh, I only have a stack of them right here. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> we're actually getting some people watching the show live here right now, so um, it could have been one of them, too. Oh, so well, well, there you go. There you go. I'm so, going to shut um, up now. <laughs> no. <laughs> None left, but also left. Uh, so, Greedo's looking pretty good in the 6-inch line. Uh, there was a bit of confusion, my, my fault. Uh, but, uh, well, in fact, Galactic Hunter posted that it was an Entertainment Up exclusive. Um, exclusive, even. And um, But it turns out it's not. We've got some confirmation. Thanks to Jason at the Actface for that. But uh, it's not, thankfully, an Entertainment exclusive. But I was just getting really depressed at one point, thinking, you know, I've got to fly thousands of miles and thousands of dollars. Uh, yes, I'm going to see some friends and family, and of course I'm going to celebrate in Europe, but ultimately I want that damn fix, so it's a bloody expensive figure for me, probably the most expensive in my collection. But um, when they started saying it was now going to be retail exclusives for a six inch, I just thought, oh my god. But um, we're going to be spared from that, thank goodness. But, um, so six inch line, I haven't yet seen too much info revealed, although uh, we did get some, and I'm just jumping down our uh, show notes. Hasbro posted some, uh, so number 21 in our list, I'm going to bump it down a bit, gents, just to number 16, um, if you're live in the Google Doc, but uh, this is, um, let me just remove that there, but Star Wars blog has posted some of the new images from the 6 inch line, and I think the 3 and 3 quarter line, so we can all hopefully open that up and have a look, and... um, so this is their official images. We've seen some of these before, obviously, but uh, just confirmation again about what's coming and what's there. And it only confirms what we'd said uh, a while back in some of these figures between ourselves and Jedi Temple Archives and a few others. Uh, six inch, what have we got? Wave 2, indeed. Princess Leia, Slave Leia, as we said, Han Solo, Episode 4, 
uh, Guido, as we've seen, and Boba Fett. So that Fett's coming pretty soon to ease the pain, I think, of a lot of people. Hmm. Uh, Angry Birds. Do we really need to talk about Angry Birds? Is it, does anybody collect Angry Birds? No. Yes. No, it's no. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love Angry Birds, man. I love it. You're such a liar. You're such a liar. This is so, my son. My son, he made that. It's a it's an Angry Birds boosh on a Lego figure. That's one of his customs. That's he, he very good. Awesome. Yeah, That's he's the he's the Angry Bird collector. So nice. Well, it looks like um, Hasbro yet again taking this a little bit further because fighter pods themselves have died in terms of sales. You guys in the U.S. have been getting the latest series going straight to places like TG Maxx or TK Maxx, whatever it is in your country, um, and they're going to a bargain discount stores here as well, but. To try and flag that line, or try to stop it flagging, they've added uh, telepods, I believe, or teleturds, as I think I'd like to call them. And um, it's kind of like the. Um, do you guys get Skylander? Skylander. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah they have Skylander. You buy the figures and you put it top of your tablet or you know in your game or your whatever. So um, thoughts on this? Anyone? Eddie, would you be carrying this line? Would you be? Uh, no, no. 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 Is that personal choice, or do you think customers are just... No, I mean, it, well, listen, I mean, I, I, okay, I know that they're lame, and our customers are adult collectors, and I know that collectively they believe they're lame, so no, we, I mean, we, we don't buy that, so no, no. No. No one else? Any notes here? Angry Birds, Angry Turds? No, no. Angry no, Turds. No. Show <laughs> They're like, no, the pain. So, like uh, okay. I'll probably buy a few for my four-year-old. Because he'll probably want them, because that'll be something that he likes. But I got the Stormtrooper. That course. was it. I mean, if I can get the Stormtrooper carded, I might get that one from the exclusive set. But I mean, the toys. I mean, the game is one thing. The toys are something completely different. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's I think that, well, Over I think it. what make what makes most now. I know. Because I was a collector before I got into this business, you feel like that Hasbro's giving you this instead of stuff that you really want, you know, instead mm-hmm. of like today, sort of the sentiment after the Hasbro panel was today, hey, half of it was spent on Angry Birds, you know, more than half of it was spent on Angry Birds, so I'm not, I'm not completely against it, if it, if it, if it makes them money, they're, I'm, that's great, you know. Just as long as they don't do, just as long as that stuff doesn't, I don't have to make compromises on the stuff that we like. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm true. saying? It, that it doesn't take away from what we do, and it, I don't think it does. But I don't know. I mean, the, I, I mean, I think they're treading lightly. I mean, I mean, with the Black Series, I mean that that is probably on the one end of the spectrum from a collector's perspective. Whether it's three and three quarter or six inch, take your pick. And then the Angry Birds on the opposite side. I mean, they've always had a spectrum. I think they've just made it a lot wider over the past few years because. I don't know if it's a land grab versus there. I, I think there isn't a strategy for the action figures, so they're kind of jumping on whatever works. And again, Angry Birds started to work, and then it they've overproduced again. It's just like Episode One all over again. Well, I think yeah, what they want to do is they want to get their, you know, they want to introduce Star Wars. We grew up with it. That's why we love it so much. It's what we had as, as children. But they need to, you know, they need to reintroduce Star Wars brand to children. And if this is the vehicle that gets kids into Star Wars and like Star Wars, as they get older, maybe they buy action figures. I'm totally cool with that. I think that's a, that's a good idea. Uh, but like I said, I just don't want that to be. I mean, it'd be awful if that's all. If that's all we got, you know, we if the three and three quarter inch action figures went away, and that's yeah, that'd be bad. That'd be real bad. So, yeah. 
Well, you're right. We're going to get kids interested in this line, and I think, without a doubt, we're going to be satisfied when uh, episode seven comes out. I, without a doubt, we've talked about this several shows before, but uh, the vintage is coming back. We know that. We know we're going to get, and you, you raised this before, uh, quite rightly, marketing gold would be to re-release all the vintage figures, just get them back out on the cards, just as they were when we were younger. It, it's going to happen. It has to happen. When you look at the new Gentle Giants just expanding this lane, yes. literally... Um, That's an interesting point. That's a really interesting point because gonna I mean, you I mean, have to look. They have to look at this and see. There's not. It's no. It's not coincidence that we're getting six inch more a higher price point action figures. They see that adult collectors are spending money with Sideshow and Gentle Giant, and they want a piece of that. So they're going to, you know, that sort of nostalgia is, is pretty. It's pretty strong yeah. draw. So I'll be. Well, I won't be surprised if they don't re-release original figures in vintage packaging. I think that'll that sort of nostalgia factor, you know, that'll that'll hook a lot of people in. They'll sell a ton of stuff. I bought all of them. Jesus, man, they can buy vinyl cape Jawa. Could gotta be awesome. It's scary almost because think about it. They said that vintage was never going to go away, and we know it's not. But mm -hmm. it's all about how they choose to bring it back. And you know, there's there's one direction, which is why I do the custom card backs because I'm making the card backs for the figures I always wanted as a kid, and they still haven't produced on a vintage card back like War and things like that. But you you go up with the with the 12 inch Gentle Giant. The scan the 3D scans are there. Gentle Giant could easily, or maybe Lucasfilm retain the rights to that. Mm -hmm. They sell that back to Hasbro, and they start making three three quarter. I mean, Stephen, I think you may have just hit the nail on the head that oh, it's, it's, it's inevitable. It's inevitable. It's not just me. I, mean, I think everyone else has talked about it in one shape, size, or form or another. GTE have been banging on about bringing the vintage back for long enough. And um, I mean, look, Hasbro tried. They have been doing it. The vintage collection was their kind of half-hearted step at it. Um, half-hearted, that's a little unfair. But I'm kind of panning the last few waves from things like the Phantom Menace and so forth. But right. you know, the, the classic stuff that they did re-release, the 3PO and I'm looking around for some inspiration there. You know, the Cantina patrons, sure. even though they were overpacked, I mean, that was classic Star Wars New Hope cards. Um, but there's just no reason why. But are they going to do modern sculpt figures? Or are you talking about minimal articulation figures just like the ones we had when we were kids? I think they'll do both. Why couldn't wow. they? No, I know. I mean, they can. But it's a matter of, then it's against the whole thing of, like, does that detract from... Because I think screw, we all know that screw the collector market. They don't care about the uh, the, 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 vintage, the true yeah, vintage. The second, yeah, they're not interested in that. I mean, they're doing it with the. With, I guess they're doing it with the vehicles, right? So that kind of makes sense. I mean, Absolutely. I'm buying the new. I'm buying the slave one and the, and the tie interceptor because I didn't have them when I was a kid, mm -hmm. and I, and that's why I have the Adam and the Millennium Falcon in the vintage packaging. And I mean, I I was having a conversation with somebody today, really quick. You know, just that. You know, there. There may be a seamless integration between the collectability of if I'm going to spend before Amazon changed the price the Slave One, if I'm going to spend a hundred dollars for a new in-box vintage packaging Slave One, when I can spend 150 and get the actual vintage one, that margin is so small that it may it may not even matter anymore. It may just be, you know, you're going to look for graded for the old and non-graded for the new or something. I mean, then maybe that'll be the differentiation. But if they if they Completely remove that margin, it won't matter. That's that's a that's a really interesting point. That's a really well, interesting. You've got, to, you've got to look at how popular Gentle Giants lane has been, which has had some hits and misses. To be to be fair, I think in sales, but um, 
the audience is in it. Every one of us is is in that audience, unfortunately. And the old fart audience, where um, you know, we kind of we would probably buy that stuff. Um, yeah, I never thought I'd go all in with these. When I saw Boba Fett come out in Empire Strikes Back, card, I passed. And then I saw that when the Stormtrooper came out in Star Wars, and they started rolling them out, I'm like, it was the packaging that sold it for me. Absolutely, Chad. You're you're one who um, uh, you posted a great video, and I recommend anyone who's not watched it check out his channel. Um, but you posted a great video on the GI Joe Renegades cartridge figures and the kind of desire out there, even for a smaller line than Star Wars, to produce carded versions of figures that never came out. Kevin, you've done the same for Collectible Twenty One and all these other figures. Chad, would it be something you would go back and do with the, the vintage figures? Would you buy and keep? Vintage Christine figures on card, or are you still a open them all and customize them guy? If they were, if they came out with uh, vintage carded GI Joes, I would. <laughs> but Star Wars, you pass. No, well, I don't know. I mean, maybe. I mean, if if they're gonna be ten dollars and they're gonna be like they were when I was a kid, and I'd buy some of the Star Wars too. Yeah, I would. I would buy the heck out of them probably. I'd I think I would buy the, I think I would buy the GI Joes actually because I, I had them and I love the artwork of those cards. I love them. It's funny that this came up because I was just down in West Palm Beach visiting my sister and it was the weekend that Tomahawk finally like really hit the retail and I had been waiting and waiting and waiting for it to to show up and I was so excited to get it because the Tomahawk is is one of those things that like. You know, I had I had two of them when I was a kid, and I played with that thing when the rotors fell off. I mean, I oh, lost man. the rotors. I mean, I had the I had one in Florida, and I had one in Iowa, and then eventually I had two in Florida, and I had one that had like two rotors on the front and two rotors on the back, and I had one that had like three on, and I I just kept playing with them and playing with them, playing with them, you know. And I got that that tomahawk, and my sister started asking me because she we were talking about it, and she said. She said, "Well, what would you like better? What would you like to 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 buy? Would you like to buy new figures, or would you like to buy the vintage figures? If you know, if and the store." And I said, "If they came out, I, I've had many a times where I've had dreams where I've gone into a store and seen GI Joe figures like when I was a kid on the pegs, and it's it's like the best dream ever, you know. And and I wake up before I can buy them all, you know." I think we've all so, about Wayne Jim at one point or another. I have. I'll admit it. Yeah. But, um, oh, yeah, definitely. Sean, <laughs> the dream where the stores are just full of figures. Um, Sean, what yeah. are you... I'm thinking you just have to buy all of these, given the Empire cards, Star Wars cards. Would you want a full mint collection? Yeah. 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 It's and, you know, they would, the price would be if if they just cranked up the you know the, the presses and started kicking them out, the prices should be comparable. There shouldn't be ten dollars a unit. You know, they should come in at around five no. ninety nine, six ninety nine no a unit. Way. I mean, that, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you though that, that the, the the cost to do them though would be oh, similar yeah, to yeah. what you do Saga Legends. You're just doing you know five points articulation straight arm. God, how epic would that be to just get, I mean, to be able to buy that, you know, Tuscan Raider, Vinyl Cape Jawa, Double Telescope, and, you know, Luke? Oh, that'd be incredible. God, I couldn't even, I'd go out of business. Hell, I'd keep them all. Hell, I couldn't even sell them. <laughs> I want all those damn things. These cheap. are all. What would, yeah. And what would that do to the to the vintage, uh, actual, the true vintage? Right, sales? that's what I was saying. I well, mean, that's what I'm saying. that. I, I, I don't care. 
Yeah, I don't think they they don't. The, yeah, the secondary market. No, no, no. Kind of I, stuff, I, 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 don't, I don't think it comes in. If it, if they can make money off of it, they're going to do it. They they I, 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 it all appeals to us. We yeah. like it all, but so the money they get now would not affect. They don't care about the money the because they've already of 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 old. They don't care about yeah. that. Yeah, they've already sold those things. They're not interested in secondary. So the, I guess maybe the real question is, how would it affect the vintage collector market? Not in Hasbro's perspective, but in our that's, perspective. That's what I was asking. I don't think. Yeah. It, I, well, I mean, okay, like me, I don't. I have. I collect vintage, but I don't have a full collection. But it wouldn't diminish from me. I mean, that's, there's still going to be pieces that I, you know I want to find. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if I if I get a a modern interpretation of General, you know, General Lando. I still don't have the one from Vintage, you know, with the coin and all that. I, that's not going to not make me not want go and get that old one. So I worry uh, that if they do too good of a job, which they tend to do, because they did a good job on the Vintage uh, card and won all 115 of them, that if they make it so much the same, they have to be something separate like the warning label on the back to, to completely delineate the two because people who would just get into the market would try to pass off new for old well, I think they'd be I constantly worry they would have they would put a date stamp they'd on do them. something with something it. like that to, but, uh, but I, I mean, think that's why you were saying Eddie uh, you know they could make them for five dollars hell will freeze over if uh, Hasbro ever release figures at that price um, because there's no way. I think from a market point of view, they are going to treble the price. Well, I, I, I don't think they would come in. I'm just saying that they're comparable to what we're getting in Saga Legends right now. Correct. Correct. They're comparable, yeah. so they they could be done and be sold at 6.99 price point. Now they probably wouldn't do it because they know that it appeals to a collector market, and they're going to try and milk that. And maybe they put them in. Seven ninety nine or nine exactly. Yeah, I was gonna do that, but I thought I had a little bit more class. I didn't want to put that on on the video. I just you know. milking the fun. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So I mean, if they were ten dollars, I'd buy them. If they were twelve dollars, I'd buy them. I mean, fuck. I'm, yeah, that'd be so awesome. I'd buy I think them. we all want this. We all want this yes. so bad. We want the yes. Vince's line to come back, and they must know. They have to know with Episode Seven. This is going to be the. The kind of recoming again of another whole Star Wars trilogy, even one a year. It's got to be in marketing bonanza. It has to be. Um, but wouldn't it know. be funny if they actually didn't have the idea until they watch this podcast and they go, "Oh, we got four people who will buy them right now. Let's go make." Let's hire these guys. I don't know. Well, there's that too. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> well, where we we could be well, we should be great, but um, where we uh, wander off in this conversation, let's have a look back. Just so we've shared the link with you, all. the page is still on the uh, Hasbro unveiling the pictures from this year. So we're actually getting a look at some of the six-inch figures. So I just wanted to get your thoughts on some of these. We can see the, we've seen the Boba, we've seen the Greedo, but we're getting to see the Black Series Han Solo 6-inch, which looks damn good. Yeah. Uh, mind you, that head sculpt's a little bit iffy, slightly. Yeah. Um, we're also seeing the Slave Leia, which is uh, kind of, I don't know, it's not so bad. Just show you what your thoughts, if you have any on it. But, um, well, I was going to say, I was looking at these uh, when you first posted the link a few minutes ago, and I was just saying, it's it's very strange how, like, in a lot of ways, they're so similar to the four-inch figures. I mean, like, especially with, like, the Boba Fett, it, it's almost like they just blew up a four-inch figure, you know, mm. into a six-inch. Especially, like, when you look at his helmet sculpt and the pistol, and how the pistol looks really boxy, and... and it's it's almost like they just zoomed in on it or something, you know. 
Well, don't, don't they make these molds? They have to make them huge first of all, and then they shrink them down to three. So maybe they're just shrinking them halfway down. I don't know. I, don't know. But, I think uh, the biggest thing you know, Chad's hitting on is you know, dealing with the friends that we have, and and some of the literally the three and three quarter artwork that we see is you could have had you know figures that look like this in the three and three quarter series. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I mean. For me, um, I mean, I love the idea of, of six inch, but you know, for a lot of folks whose entire collection of focus has been three and three quarter, and seeing just some of the over-the-top action figures that some folks have made uh, that literally blow the six inch series, even though I really like it out of the water. I mean, I don't know. It's just kind of a no-brainer to you know, like I said. Folks like Chad and I, who, who really do love three and three quarters, well, why didn't they just do that same thing in the three and three quarter scale? And and I think folks would have been probably willing to pay, well, maybe not twenty bucks, but pretty close to it. Yeah, that's a good point. But uh, well, again, at least we're getting more of this black series. At least it's coming out. But uh, the, the question kind of hits me that some of this stuff, as you'll see down the, the page on that um, the Star Wars blog that lists all the images from STCC, it's shown quite a lot of these kind of Saga Legends mission series like figures. You'll see a Fett, a Cody, a Rex. Uh, there's a, a look in there. They're all back to four points of articulation, and it's just the thought strikes me where the kids. 40 years from now uh, are going to be sitting here doing a Google Hangout saying, oh man, the Mission series, when are they going to bring it back? You know, it's like, <laughs> do you think, do you think it'll, I mean, that is their vintage uh, thing. Think about it, but, um, I, I don't think, think kids look at toys the way that we did back then. Really? I just don't think that, I don't think they do, no. I don't, I, agree. I don't, I, I think, I, I think toys are like a throwaway thing now. Like everything is, everything's a throwaway. I mean, even for videos for kids, everything is. Yeah. I mean, you you know you 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 get an you get an iPad and and then you know two years later you get a new one. You get a Call of Duty game and then you know six months later a new one comes out and you don't play the other one anymore. It's like you know when we were kids, you'd get a you'd get a a toy, you know, a GI Joe or a Star Wars figure or a He Man figure, or whatever. And you'd play with it, and you'd play with it, and you'd play with it. And even when it broke, you'd still play with it. And then, you know, more would come out, and you would just add that to the pile. And now, like kids, you know, the the you know everything is just disposable. You know, everything is just a cycle. It's just like old in, you know, old out, new in, old out, new in. And so, like, I don't think there's gonna. I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't I think, think you're right gonna, actually. No, I mean, at the risk of us sounding like grumpy old men, you're right. I mean, that's, 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 uh, yeah, I know exactly. The damn kids with your disposable iPads, and you, and you wear my pants, and you know, and all that stuff. But it's, it's tough. It, it is, it is very disposable. Um, you know, I mean, I, I, I put my club, my, my figures on the shelf when I was a kid. I opened yeah. them, I played with them a little bit, and I actually displayed my toys because I was an yeah. only child. I didn't have brothers and sisters to help me destroy things, I would break the other kids' toys in the neighborhood because they were out there blowing them up anyway. And yep. I kept mine nice. You know, and it, it's tough because there's not an appreciation. I'm trying to teach my daughter that appreciation. And yeah. there's the toys she plays with and there's the toys that we still open, but she collects. And I think that she wants to emulate her father a little bit that way. But it's not an obsession either way. It's, it's, it's a balance. Yeah. That's, that's what we're striving for anyway. 
I mean, I I work with kids and I and I see what they do and I mean, even like they'll bring toys in sometimes and and you can just tell that that they don't care about them the way that we did, you know. I wow. Mean, you know, I mean, I'm I'm just like you, Kevin. I, I have my vintage GI Joes that I had when I was a kid hanging on the wall right over there, mm-hmm. and I remember when I was like you know, 10, 11 years old, going around the neighborhood and trading G.I. Joes with all these kids that, that didn't care about them, and I felt like I was, like, on a rescue mission every weekend, you know, and I'd go, <laughs> I'd go out, and I'd, 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 trade, I'd trade the new stuff that, you know, and I'd get these, I would get, I, 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 one time I traded, and I got a straight-arm Snake Eyes, and he's standing right up on that wall right there, oh, and I nice. just couldn't believe that I got him. That's yeah, cool. I mean, you know, it's, and you it's, kept them, which is even better. I mean, this see, and it's oh, the yeah. story. It's the stories. Like for me, I feel like anything that I collect, I have a story. Like I didn't expect to go all in with these jump, gentle giant jumbo figures, but they all. I know where I when I bought every single one of them and and why, you know. And, and but uh, but even the older collectibles, especially my like my vintage card back ones for Star Wars, um, definitely all of those have a story that I love telling because I want to remember, you know, that they're going to a good home when you're, you know, making your deals yeah. and such, you know. Yeah. We, we got to see some other images on that page there. I have to say I'm a little bit uninspired by some of the uh, three and three-quarter figures that are coming. Pablo Jill, Mara Jade. A really dodgy looking clone, which again has been unique. If you're ever listening, you need to fix this dodgy helmet. It's just appalling. It's, just, it's, it's horrible. Huge helmet. It's, it's enormous. I, yeah, it's awful. Oh. Awful. Yeah, so I'm not too thrilled with this movie. Pablo Jill, I'm not a huge fan of, but I have to say, just because of his absolutely I'm on acid face, I absolutely love that guy. He's absolutely nuts looking. He's pretty cool. So, um,. Yeah, these figures, I have to say, that the three and three quarter aren't really too exciting for me in the Black Series line. Eddie, from your point of view, sales-wise, and what mm-hmm. you think customers are wanting, I think you've definitely seen the six-inch line for the Black Series almost sell out or, or just about sell out. Yeah, we've sold, a lot more, we've sold a lot more of the uh, of the six-inch than we have the three and three quarter. We we ordered a lot a lot fewer cases of the uh, three and three quarter just because, I mean, I knew that they suck, so... Um, I mean, just terrible. I mean, well, they don't. They don't really suck, but they're. It's just. It's not great cases for me. They suck less. Yeah, they suck less. So, and this is. I mean, that Mar Jade is cool. I know she'll sell. That's kind of stuff. that doesn't really appeal to me. Pablo Jill. You know, as a Star Wars fan, it's. If it's prequels, I hate it. But you know, I, I know that that'll sell. I'm excited. I know you know. I know I'm the only one on here that likes this stuff. But those Saga Legends, that R2 and 3PO was cool. That R2D2 looks better. Just I'm just looking at the photo. It looks better than that terrible one with the R2D2 with the jets coming out the side from the Black Series. He looks better. And I like that Chewbacca. That Chewbacca is cool. I'm liking the Boba Fett. I I don't know why, and I know it's a five yeah, figure. Cool He's cool. But there is something he, yes. he really looks like a, a the vintage figure in a way. There's something about it that he looks. Uh, he reminds me of the vintage Steven, figure. I'm gonna ask you this now. Do you think you were cheated? You had we all had these action figures as kids. Were you cheated because the Boba Fett that you had, you couldn't bend his arms or you couldn't bend his knees as a kid? No, you weren't cheated. Do you know? I have to say that I, I the many times I used to sit and look at these figures and want to repaint them or change them or bend the arms. I always wanted more realistic figures. I think that's why I was drawn to Hot Toys like yeah. Ken. Yeah. And when you see some of the, the stuff that's out there for Hot Toys these days, I mean, it's just like, whoa. But um, 
No, I, I get your point, Chad. I think it definitely there's a nice charm about the uh, yeah. these figures. But what I mean is when they come on shelves, when you know there's something better, I think I'd rather yeah, have sure. I didn't say I was gonna buy it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's pretty I just tough. Said it looked cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you look at that Luke Jedi. Uh, it's pretty. I mean, you compare apples to oranges when you compare that to like the VC87 Luke that we got last year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, I mean, that's night and day. Okay, we I, I know that that figure is much better than that. But you know, I, just like that, if you're selling this to a kid, I just don't think that I'm. I guess I'm not like a Hasbro apologist, but I just don't think they care. I just I don't think they care. I think that will serve. You know. Who they're targeting to, it serves that market well. So, and if it, if again, if it makes the price of Star Wars figures come down, I'm totally for that. So, well, I must admit the um, uh, Cephalor two two nine, the other person from Boyle Covers, just now, we christened the twelve inch figures that came out the limited articulation as Bubble Bath. But where's oh, the no, Bubble Bath? Now that sucks. That's totally <laughs> suck. But I'll tell you, every store I go into over here, every Kmart, Target, uh, we have. A thing like Walmart called Big W, they're sold. Yeah. And they fly off the shelf. So kids must be, I think, as Chad's saying, they're kind of disposable. Um, you know, you go on a long trip, this thing's 15 bucks, yes, you're buying for them, shut them up for 10 minutes, and, you know, the kids are like, hey, lovely, but then, you know, done. Yeah. So I think you made a really good point there, Chad. It, it, these things are much more disposable. They are. I mean, they're, they're not really, I mean, looking at the Darth Maul, for example, it's. It seems we're just we're split in terms of Hasbro into this the six inch for all the collectors and all the, the detail and articulation and the the harping back to the original trilogy and for the younger kids you can see the smattering of stuff down there that yes there's a few core characters from the original trilogy but Obi Wan's in there Rex is in there Cody's in there uh, and more with these new legs is in there so it's very much that prequel Clone Wars tweak as well so. Um, it's just changed. Things have just changed. I guess we're looking back for, for things to be the same as they were, but they're not going to be. They're not going to be. There, there are some cool figures that came out as well. Um, Kmart have the exclusive the Star Wars and New Hope scanning crew, which is, I think has to be one of the, the best-looking figures I've seen in a while, and packs. Uh, I don't know if you guys are excited about that. And there's also the Ewok uh, catapults, which is coming out, which is another Kmart exclusive. We've got to see some images of that too. Um, I quite like the vintage packaging on that, which is quite a nice one. But um, Rebel Scum really kind of, I think, captured the best of uh, San Diego Comic Con in a, a post they actually put up on the pre-show night, and they did get everything. They've got that scanning crew, they've got the Ewok catapults, six-inch black series, uh, really good images, and a lot of the three-and-three-quarter line there as well, including that vintage tie in the... Uh, uh, slave one, which we all mentioned, which I know Sean you mentioned, you've got or you you've got because the Empire packaging. Did you get it from Amazon? I take it. You, you've of course you've not get it from Amazon, but did you pre-order it early? Well, yeah, but I will because it's it. never reduced. Yeah, when I saw it come out for seventy bucks the other day, I said, okay, cancel pre-order, seventy dollar order. So, <laughs> well, yeah. uh, Amazon should honor your order, I think, hopefully, but no. Yeah. There's no there's no price yeah. guarantee on the pre order, so you have to cancel it and redo right. it. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. Right. It, 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 only, it only affects <laughs> it only works on video, <laughs> video games. Uh, it works on video games and uh, but not toys. Whoa. Okay, there better be some left. Um so that was pretty much all of the uh San Diego Comic Con stuff from Hasbro. Something going back to which I think was pretty good was 
the, the very first release of some of these images was a bit of a change. They gave it to the Star Wars uh, official site first. Normally what happens is a few mm. sites uh, get given the images and we all squabble and run around and try to get the images out quickly. And um, what I think is nice is we have yet to receive them from Hunter PR or Hasbro. Um, and they're on the official site, which I think actually makes a big change because this leads into the next thing we just wanted to, to touch upon. And Sean and Chad, this was something we talked about a while ago, number, uh, where are we on our list there? Uh, 22, ImageGate, or the bitch fit that a few uh, websites had a while back, which is why we wanted to hook up anyway. Um, Going back a few months ago, this was something, I think it was Yoda's News and Rebel Scum got into a bit of a spat with each other over images, and Rebel Scum got a bit snotty in their responses. They were really bad, actually, I think, on their page. I don't know what was going on that day. Um, I don't know if you guys remember this. It was some images of, of the Black Series 3 and 3 quarter, and it caused a real... It, what was that? It was carded images, right? Carded images, that's right, and... Uh, it just caused a bit of a, a bun fight between these sites. And I put up a post to basically say, let's just end this. Because it seems everybody's out to, to get exclusive images. And um, I just wonder what you guys thought going around the table, Chad, maybe start with you first, about sites getting images and what you would like to see. Because as far as I'm concerned, uh, Hasbro are saying they don't give carded images out, which is rubbish because we've seen them. They only give them to retail stores. They only give fan sites loose images. And they only get some sites these images. And, and Eddie, from your point as well, a retailer, you only get some images too. So, Chad, what do you think about images? You run a site. What would you like to see Hasbro do? Well, I don't. I don't run a site that that gets images. But I mean, I guess give it out to every everybody, or only keep it on your site. I mean, that you know, I don't understand why they only give it out to some people and others. I don't know why they can't just give it out to everybody. I mean, it would seem that if you want to get the images out, give it out to everybody that wants them, and then they'll get out there. Yep. No, it seems like a bit of a drama. Eddie, what about from your point of view, getting images from Hasbro and retailers and, and things, it, it must be pretty tough. I don't know why it's Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. But I'm, I'm actually, I like the way they do it now. I mean, it's... I guess I just I like the I like the feuding. I'm in for the fight, you know. I want to I, I I like the back and forth. I want the guys see the guys bitching, you know. No, it's it. Listen, there we get images, you know, a variety of different ways. Sometimes we just grab them from other retailers, you know. So it's um, yeah. I guess I don't have strong feelings on it one way or the other. Uh, I understand. If I guess if I ran a site and you know that. Listen, I I know why they get upset. They want to have exclusive content. They want to get more eyeballs on their site. So I can understand why they do it, but it's probably not going away. It's probably going to just pretty much stay the same way it is, I would imagine. So. What about you, Kev? Are you, are you bothered about images that maybe take images and put a watermark on them? And You know, it's 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 interesting. I, in, in having worked for Apple, and I use Apple as an analogy, you know, they were very secretive until recently about what they've put out there. And... I think for a time Hasbro tried to be secretive, and it's just not going to work. It's a different, it's a whole different industry. Um, they definitely changed their strategy a few years ago to to partner with the the fan sites to be more transparent, and I think therefore it helps the collecting and the sales and sort of the in that exchange of information um, preview for more fans and collectors. The currency is the photos. I I kind of feel like that the idea of currency doesn't hold water 
And if they want to dangle that in front of the sites to get, you know, like in, in the Brian's Toys World exclusives or, you know, I, I think it's it's just either don't put them out or put them out right after you have your presentation and give them to everybody. But don't pick and choose because I think it does show favoritism and I think it does feed the the fury, where, which, you know, Eddie, Eddie likes to watch it, but, um, you know, in the, in the back and forth. I, I My whole feeling is that... I only want to want to see it when it's real, because there's so much fake stuff out there, like Apple, that I'd rather just get official photos either early or whenever they need to be. But I know they're official, because I don't I don't want to deal with rumors and fake stuff because it just just the misinformation really makes it hard to be an efficient collector. Yeah, I agree. Sean, what about you? I mean, from Peter Shipyard's point of view, you get images, I think, from uh, Hunter PR now and again. Um, but it's, it's not easy being a fancy trying to get this stuff, is it? It's, uh... No, it, it's interesting because, and I don't know if I necessarily blame Hunter PR for this, uh, Stephen. There's so many uh, other sources that are evidently getting these images, and you know, some of the other fan sites, you know, must have contacts. You know whether they be retailers or, or whatnot, but uh, yeah, yeah, it is. It's, it is frustrating to to see like that little dialogue that was going on between you know Yoda's news and, and Rebel Scum, and we're sitting here saying, man, we just want to see the pictures. You know, what are you guys talking about? We just want to see the see the goods. And I, I'm kind of like you know what Chad and what Kevin said. You know, just let everybody have. You know, mm-hmm. you know. Every, those sites, those people, the Facebook posts, all those people out there that are wanting to see them and post them, and you know that's just another way for them to help Hasbro sell their product. And uh-huh. I don't know. I mean, I think sometimes we might do those posts or kind of PR maybe a disservice, thinking that all this is their fault when you know they're <laughs> probably half their time is trying to you know, be down, tracking down. Who is <laughs> who's uh, you know sharing the images and how they're getting them and trying to plug those leaks and I don't think it'll ever happen. I think there'll always be you know some people getting early pictures and but I think they are aware of the problem. I think we're trying to work on it, so it's probably all we can ask for, Steve. No, I, I agree with you. I'm not blaming Hunter PR. It's it's Hasbro as a whole. The distribution of the images is is the lifeblood of, of all of these sites. It's where we get all the news and excitement and distribution of it. And from a public relations and marketing point of view, we want to see these. So I think that's what I'm saying. I think the way that um, they've done this uh, today with the images from San Diego Comic Con, official images, the first ones we've seen, all the six inch Leia uh, and Hansel and so forth. I think that's the right way to do it. Get it on StarWars.com. That's the, that's the official site. That's what a lot of traffic is. And then distribute this around to all the sites. Because I think what we're seeing is we were getting images from uh, Germany, from uh, Volker City and some of these guys. And they get their logo yeah, over. Can, and, yeah. Um, yeah, and then there was people in the US, I think it was Sound Troopers or, or GT or someone got them from somewhere else, got them from a Walmart computer. And, and then they watermarks on them. And then Yoda's News get theirs and there's a Walmart. And it's just all this. Instead of seeing the images and all of us appreciating them, we're getting all these brand sites all over it, bickering and fighting over it, and, and it's being this crappy. Yeah. It's the internet, you know? It's the internet. I know, but it's, it's the interwebs. I know. That's, 
So anyway, good luck to you, Hasbro and Hunter for your. I think you've done a good job at least uh, with the San Diego Comic Con stuff, and thanks for putting them on the official site, which uh, is going to help. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If so, we're gonna, I don't know if we're going to cover this last part, but do, do everybody feel like the actual presentation today was lackluster, or am I jumping ahead? No. Yeah. It was kind of weak, right? We already knew everything. There was no surprises except for maybe the Droid Factory, right? Well, the, yeah, you write another news article. The Droid Factory, the, the cancelled Droid Factory. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing that they probably held something back for celebration. Yeah, they have to. They have to. Uh, so Even Dan Curto was saying that on Facebook. He was like, realize that they're going to hold stuff back for C7. Yeah. Right. That's to make sense. That's the first ever movie called C7. Hmm. That's what it is, or what, whatever um, it's called. I don't know. Uh, no, C C six C six point two. Six point two. So talking about C C things, uh, celebration in uh, Europe is coming up. I don't think any of you guys are, are making it across the pond to uh, Europe. So I'm representing. So, um, but uh, right. he's going to get us all the uh, hand and uh, absolutely. Boat. I'm going to get you the book of this. One per person. <laughs> <laughs> but um, is there anything about Celebration Europe you guys are looking forward to? There's a couple of uh, General Giant exclusives. There's a few other bits and pieces of merchandise. Nothing major for me, but is there anything that's jumped off the pages of you guys that um, Celebration Europe is, is looking tasty for? Nah, nah, nobody's really too fast. Yeah. Attack the clones, 3D screening, some of the stars getting to meet them. You've all been to Celebrations at yeah. one point or another. Anybody not been to Celebration? I the Star Tots. I would if I was going. I'd oh, love to get my hands on those. Those that was a fun time at C6. And I got a little uh, obsessive about it, but the trading of those was a lot more fun and getting to talk to people in line and you know around all of that. I, I think if that if that if that exists over at C Celebration Europe, I think that that'll also be as much fun. You know to do that on an international scale, I think would be a, a blast. Even with the language barriers and stuff like that, I think it'd be kind of cool, you know. I, I would, I'm kind of bummed I'm missing out on that, but that's that's just that collector community that, you you know, you strive for. Exactly. Maybe it should be fun. There should be something interesting uh, on the go, that's for sure. Uh, we're going to try, try Wi-Fi permitting to, to broadcast live on YouTube with some stuff, so... Definitely go, definitely go to the Collecting After Dark if you can. Yes, that's something we're going to talk about. You you, uh, you mentioned this on, on a show that uh, we had a wee back before with uh, Wits as well. And you you can have, this was a new thing. I don't think this happened uh, in the past, but um, or if it did, it was very underground. Just a quick recap for everyone else. So it, it's basically where all the the real toy fans come together. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it, for me having been through it. You talk about the dreams we have about finding toys in old Toys R Us aisles, and we all have that that dream. This was one of the most surreal things I've ever been to, where I had just flown in like the Friday of the convention. I was already a day late. Um, I had heard on different forums and Facebook that there was a bunch of people set up in the foyer of a second floor of the hotel that's adjacent to uh, Orlando Convention Center. And that basically people just set up in the hallway from midnight to 2 a.m. on this Friday night. And I'm already, I just landed, I just got everything. And I'm, now I'm like walking over in the middle of the night to this other hotel next door to the one I'm at. I go over, over there and I've seen, I saw stuff there that I had never seen before. It was international and, and domestic. Um, 
when you when you rubbing elbows with Duncan Jenkins and Gus Lopez because they're looking for stuff as well, you know you're in the right place. And I I, I mean there was. People were just pulling out trunks or suitcases of graded 12-backs or proof cards uh, of uh, Kenner catalog, buyer catalogs from um, UK retailers. You know, and there are 13-page books of, that Kenner put out there for the, for the retail buyers to pull from, and they want $300 for a 13-page magazine. I mean, it's, it's stuff like I, I've, nice. I've never seen before, and I don't think I'll ever see again unless you spend three days trolling Gus Lopez's website. I mean... You gotta go to this thing. I mean, you, it, it's 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 so cool. But after it was over, and even during, I almost felt like I didn't really go there. Like it was just a dream because it was, and it could have just been because it was in the middle of the night. But it was in you know you're tired. But it was the most surreal collecting experience I've ever had. But I cherish it for the rest of my life. It was so. I mean, you would only get that there. Wow. So. Wow. So they, can, they kept calling it a swap meet. Um, I'm presuming you can just buy stuff with cash rather than actually. Oh no, it's yeah, you're buying with cash. It's not a lot of. I mean, swap meets a, a loose term, for, you know, for the. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, no, it's people are selling. I mean, Duncan Jenkins was sitting on, and that's the thing too. There were no tables. There were people just sitting on the floor, with like a like a like a like a, a blanket and putting the stuff on the blanket like it was like a, a poor man's yard sale. <laughs> Um, and like here's one example, like Duncan Jenkins sitting there Indian style, just you know shooting the shit with people, and he's in a baggie. He's got the celebration for Europe, your celebration Europe four um, medallions, the collector panel, a whole set of them, and it's in a baggie, and they're all bouncing. You know they're in baggies inside wow. baggies, and I go and I lift it up. The thing's heavy, and I already have the domestic ones, and I go, I go, Duncan, what, what do you want for these? He goes, Oh, five hundred. Like no, just five hundred. For a pile, you know, which was not presented in any way, shape, or form. I'm like, oh my god! Like, you could spend thousands and, and, and feel like you were just exchanging dollar bills. It was that kind of a, like I said, it's like a, it was like a dream. It was strange, but not not necessarily a good or bad dream, just a weird dream. Oh my god! Okay, well, hopefully I'll have that dream. And, um, yeah, uh, no, and, and I would say if you can't, I was a little nervous about documenting because I was I was worried that it was so underground that like no pictures or you know somebody's gonna tackle me from my iPhone, but it, that wasn't the case at all. So if you can, Stephen, document the hell out of it because the people were really cool to talk to, and there's a lot of a lot of interesting personalities who are gonna be doing this. Excellent. Jeez. I'm kind of wet my pants already. I'm super yeah. excited. <laughs> Psyched. Um, just a couple other things we've got left in the list here. Just uh, for two seconds. One thing that was on, I missed that there in the, the EFX uh, section we had when we were talking with um, uh, about the 12 inch collectible uh, armor. Not collectible, but the 12 inch Stormtrooper armor. But EFX uh, had another couple of helmets on display. The only one I managed to get a photograph of was the FET helmet, just a white version of it. But uh, they apparently had some uh, Baker Scout helmets and a few others. Did you see these, Sean? Did you did you cast these? I saw the the white Boba Fett one looked awesome. Yeah. Did you see any of those? The Baker Scout or the no? Uh, I think I saw uh, yeah the Biker Scout and wasn't there one other one? I want to say there was three. Galactic yeah, Hunter actually. had a couple of those pictures up on his Facebook. Excellent. Okay. That is, I think the one of the things that had me excited from EFX was that Star Destroyer. Did you guys see that? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me see if I can find an image of that to shoot you guys real quick. And that looked really cool to me. It's like, oh, great. Wow. EFX or something else, they really are uh, quite a 
Quite a place. That when they produce something, it's, it's stunning. It really is. I, I have a minor gripe with EFX, just just for like 30 seconds. I don't understand how sometimes they tease things for a very, very long time, and then you never know if they're going to see the light of day. And for the last three um, uh, big conventions, they've been showcasing this storm tr this Macquarie Stormtrooper concept helmet, and, and it was just in the gray cast, and it wasn't painted or anything. It wasn't finished, and now it's gone. It's mysteriously gone, and I, I think sometimes they, they their stuff is very few and far between, and then all of a sudden it's there, or it never sees the light of day. And I, I they don't really have a good marketing strategy, in my opinion. They build a lot of hype at the events, and then it's like you're kind of just yeah. twisting in the wind until boom, something happens. I mean, you know, General Giant has gotten better with it with their release schedules and putting posting things out on entire schedules on Facebook now. I, I give them credit for that. EFX, I I honestly think it's like it's they they have no communication strategy at all, and their site's I, usually outdated. I mean, I mean, am yeah, I wrong? Is. is that is that a misrepresentation? I mean, I yeah, love what they make. But it's a mess. It's it's like I, yeah. I want to go in there and just I want to go in there for free and help them with the marketing and then say okay now do this and then I'll leave and then do what you want with it. But it bugs me and, and I really want that helmet and I don't know if I'm ever going to get it. You know, unfortunately. They they are I think a really small craft house and, and they hone their craft and that they're very. Uh, it's more like that the artists rather than their marketers clearly. But um, yeah, I agree with you. But it, it, it's not to blame them. But yeah, people want to buy this stuff, and, and, and they really could be a lot better at marketing and making it. I mean, they have no problem it. selling it. And and you know what? The the artist point you make is a great point. At the same time, I think that with a, just a little bit of marketing, it actually is pays even a little bit more respect to the artist, where there's less of an appreciation if there's little to no communication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. It's definitely something I think they've, I, I've, I've spoken to them a few times back and forth when I bought a, a clone trooper helmet from them, and mm -hmm. yeah, they're not they're not hard on you know like price that was negotiable at one point for shipping, and they were trying their best. So they're really they're not a um, they're they're a very human kind of company. They're very small, I think, as well. Mm -hmm. So maybe we can get hired for a job. You never know. Okay. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Well, but, um, we'll, we'll market for free swag. We'll market for free. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, don't know how much free swag you get, but for instance, there we go. Um, thank you, Sean, for sharing that. That's an excellent uh, uh, gallery and um, from GalacticHunter.com. And that Baker Street helmet which just looks gorgeous. Got to have one of them. Got to mm. have one of them. Um, and there's images from the... Uh, Thank you again for sharing that, Sean. But that's images from the Hasbro presentation, which effectively is all the images which have been given to uh, StarWars.com, which is kind of cool. But that's a great little image gallery on Galactic Hunter. We'll give a, a link to that in the show notes. What else have we got? Uh, there was just a little article there I just put in. We're kind of off topic on it, but uh, it was a great article. I think it was io9 that posted it, and it was the, the best uh, 14 greatest action figure playsets of all time. Mm -hmm. If you haven't had a chance to check it out, definitely do. It's a real trip down the nostalgia lane. The Death Star playset is in there, which is rather cool, but there's some other real crackers which I never even saw. So uh, if you're a toy fan, a vintage toy nerd, you will love it. And, uh, well, the last image we've got, 28, it's just wrong. That's all I'm saying. Uh, have a look at the show notes, you'll see what I mean. I'm, I'm deeply offended by this image, but there you go. But um, what else have we got around the, the table? Is there anything else you guys wanted to share from SDCC or news that was announced or stuff you know? Chad, anything on your side of the fence? 
because there's GI Joe. Well, there is no GI Joe, really. I mean, that was twelve inch. There's the twelve inch sideshow, and that's about it. Um, they had a, a big Creo uh, display too, which is pretty cool. Except that uh, whenever I go to my Toys R Us, they don't. They only have the sets. They don't have the the blind packs, which I really want to get a, a whole bunch of the blind packs. Um, and in fact, when I was down in West Palm, I went to their the the Toys R Us down there. And they didn't have any blind packs, so it's like, oh gosh, how am I supposed to get these things? But um, yeah, there's not a whole lot. Uh, the one cool thing, though, that was posted yesterday on YouTube by um, I think it was Toy News International was they had a I don't know if you guys know Pixel Dan, but he's a he does a really pretty cool YouTube uh, channel, and he um, he kind of works with Toy News International, and he got to interview Daryl the Priest. And Daryl DePriest is in charge of G.I. Joe right now, and uh, he he basically didn't say very much, but he just said that, you know, there's not going to be anything new announced for G.I. Joe this year, but at Toy Fair in New York, there might be a surprise. So that, <laughs> that could mean... <laughs> that could Hold mean anything. It, it, Hold it, back. Hold it, back. it could it could be nothing, but I know I know from from the Joe fans and because everybody I kind of was on his tank today, um, and they had already created a a, a, a you know a, a thread on there about it, and they were everybody was kind of freaking out because nothing was shown at SDCC, and I was just reading through it and and you know trying to get a little perspective on it, and, and basically. You know, as long as it's not five points of articulation, which Hasbro has already said they'll never do with GI Joe again, um, and it's not six-inch figures, then everybody will be happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and I and I I put somewhere in there. I was like, yeah, let the Star Wars collectors have six-inch. We'll keep the three three and three quarter. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, the way that we're going to talk about this more on uh, the. Uh... <laughs> It is just sheer G.I. Joe Angry Birds. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I will say. I will say. We're going to get a whole. We're going to get a USS flag. Angry Birds is going to be like that, that long. Dude, never say never. I'm telling you with Hasbro. That could be a real possibility. Yeah. Somebody out there will buy it. But I will say, uh, as far as G.I. Joe goes, though, I mean, that's, that's really not that, that much of a shock. That there is nothing new uh, for this year. I mean, I really, I really didn't expect to see anything at SDCC because I already knew that everything had been shown, and that um, you know the most thing that we would probably get would be just a, some better high-res images of the new figures that are coming out. And there's two more waves that are supposed to come out, and the new one's supposed to be coming, as Eddie said earlier, next month. Mm -hmm. and, I, and and you know, I mean, that next wave that's coming. Uh, if you're a G.I. Joe fan, you I mean, what more could you want? It's 12 new figures, and some of them are from the movie, and, you know, about the other half of them are from the classic series of, you know, figures, and they're all awesome, and if, if I have time to go out and buy six of each, you know, from the time that they come out with the next wave, I'll be happy, so... Well, I mean, at least you got, you got some uh, G.I. Joe's. We'll talk about this more tomorrow on our uh, Tech Sushi podcast, but uh, the G.I. Joe um, uh, SDCC exclusive, the Transformers exclusive, they, they were pretty cool, uh, I thought, uh, as a whole. It was a nice touch for Hasbro to offer it. So, I know what you mean. It was a little late on for those figures, but then again, Star Wars, uh, 
an even bigger franchise was pretty late on this year too. But yeah. Eddie, was there anything you saw? Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at the show notes. That, sorry, the little chat we going on here. Would you, Mister GI Joe Angry Birds? Would you? Was there anything from the show that you you liked uh, that we didn't cover, or, or you, you wished it didn't show? I've just I've gotten now to where I've conditioned myself whenever Toy Fair or San Diego Comic Con comes around that I, I've trained myself not to get you know I'm all excited in the days leading up to it I'm excited for it you know yeah. but then when the show gets here I just have to temper that excitement and say look after I know Hasbro's coming the panel's coming I'm going to be disappointed yeah. so whatever they show it yeah. So today I was not wow. surprised, you know, just like all the sites, all the fan sites, you know, were disappointed. I knew they were going to be disappointed. It's the same way. It's been the same way for five years. It's always disappointment. So, yeah, it gets worse and worse every year. They show less and less. So, yeah. That's no, true, I'm, actually. I'll tell you what the best part of San Diego Comic-Con was, the new Walking Dead trailer. It's four minutes of total Ooh. awesome Oh, Ooh, yes. Right. I posted it on my Facebook. Go check it out. It's rocking. Oh, yes. So, Excellent. Yes. Excellent. There's a lot of, there was a lot of Marvel, Walking Dead. There's a whole pile of other stuff, and we're going to uh, blather about that tomorrow, uh, hopefully, on the next issue. So, Eddie, you'll have to suffer this all again, but uh, plenty to talk about that side of things. Um, what about you, um, Kev? Anything from SDCC we missed, um, or that you just uh, over-enthused, unenthused? Did you care? Um, you bothered? So I mean I, I I definitely have an appreciation for the Wampa and and the and the continuing the I mean they're they're gentle giants investing more in their own uh, line I'm I'm really curious on the price point for the full size I might get really excited and then um you know when I hear the price point walk away from it um I was really blown away with some of the the Hot Toys sideshow announcements with Iron Man the different Iron Man armors uh, the uh, the Gemini armor, the Red Snapper, yeah, they're awesome. and and, see, and seeing some of the actual um, like the diecast ones and in, in in sort of not real life but people's video reviews, you know, having seen them done, and then the the Hulkbuster armor as well. So I kind of know where a lot of my collecting budget is going to be going into 2014. Um, I already have the Iron Patriot diecast on pre-order, and I just got my Avengers Mark Seven today. Which oh, I ordered nice. back in January, and that's not diecast; that's regular. But that'll complete four out of the uh, the uh, seven Hall of Armor pieces that I'm collecting right now. Um, but other than that, I mean, there's some Vinylmation stuff that I saw that Disney put out that I might, you know, this behind the mask line that looks pretty cool. Funko, Funko's really coming on strong. Um, they kind of went almost overboard with the pop vinyls, but there's a lot of people I've been talking to who collect them, so it's. Uh, they're, I think they're finding the right balance between the market and kind of, you know, they're doing Duck Dynasty pop vinyls now. I mean, I don't know how much more niche you need to get in, than that. I haven't even watched the damn show, but I respect it because if it's got a pop vinyl, it must be culturally sound. So You should watch it. It's funny. Is it really good? It's hilarious. I need to watch it. Is it online? Duck Dynasty? What the hell is it? It comes on. It comes on. Um, well, on my cable, it comes on Tuesday nights, and it comes on on like Thursday nights. And they show. It's on A and E, and they okay. show like it, it. It's on all night long, so you can watch all of them. Because the new <laughs> the new season is starting like next month, and my family was watching. And I was like, I'm not watching that show. And then um, I, I, I watched like one episode, and I just was laughing hysterically wow. at some of the things that they were saying, and and. Uh, and ever since then, I'm like, is Duck Dynasty coming on tonight? All right. And then we sit down and 
we watch like four or five episodes and we eat dinner and we just laugh and you know it's a good time. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Kev, I know you've got a head, so if you want to, uh, you, you have a little bit of a special on your notebooks. If you want to plug that and tell people oh, where yeah. you can find yeah. it, so we can let you get to your important duties. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, no, the, you know, as everybody knows, you know, collect all twenty-one is my. I do custom card backs and then those types of things and um, for figures. But I also have my 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 Star Wars notebooks that I do from the vintage card backs that are recycled notebooks, and uh, some of them are two-sided. So kind of show there. There's a good. That, that's actually some some true vintage ones there. Those are actual actual twenty-one backs. And uh, I think this is an act. Yeah, actual. So these are older. Uh, but I also have uh, newer ones as well. These are these are one-sided. Oh. One, two, somewhere. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. I got props. That's great. This is my C6 exclusive from Collect All 21. He nice. Gave, he gave this to my son, and he my son just kind of gave it to me because he didn't want it, so... That's Perfect. my one of my C6 exclusives. See, you can't you can't get vouched for better than that, Chad. That's awesome. Thank you. Uh, thanks, everybody. That's uh, so. I wanted to announce um, because uh, we have sort of limited stock left, and I'm sort of cleaning out the 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 uh, the bottom of the box. Um, but there's some good ones out there on uh, StarWarsNotebooks.com, which is also an Etsy store. Um, I'm doing a 50% off sale. Everything is half off. Uh, with a minimum order of twenty dollars, and uh, it's uh, the the code you need to use is actually exclusive to this podcast is BCA fifty. And so, uh, if you use that when you go to the Etsy store, twenty dollars or more, it's half off, and uh, I'll get them shipped right out to you. Awesome. We'll put a link in the show notes as well, and put that code in there. So if you're watching again the video on YouTube, it will be underneath. Click show more, and you want to see it. And Thanks, go guys. Because very cool. So we'll let you go, Kev. Thanks for joining right. us and all your insights. Spend Thanks, everybody. We'll see you for another podcast soon. Thanks, buddy. Have fun at, have fun at uh, Celebration. Uh, oh, I Europe. will. Do you worry. And <laughs> I can't wait to see all the coverage. So. I'll see if I uh, start Good to talk with everybody and have a good night. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. Cool. Bye. All right. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye. So, Sean, unfortunately, you were last on the list there. But overall, Sandy of Comic-Con... Anything we missed or you were excited about or just like Eddie and the rest of us a little bit underwhelmed? Well, there's not a lot of neat stuff uh, for an Empire Strikes Back collector like myself. I saw the Sideshow stuff and said, well, that Hawthorne <laughs> probe droid looked really good to me. They'll probably end up in my collection. And One thing I'm, I need to check on, that uh, new Vader. I don't know if that was a new Vader or if that was one they've already produced, but that Vader looked pretty good to me too. That was a pre-order they announced, I think, maybe two months ago or so. Okay, so that um, it's probably not a... I don't know if that was a... It's not you, but it's still not over yet. Yeah. So I like that, but uh, other than that, I think maybe one thing we didn't talk about, uh, Code of Akia re-release, well, not re-release, but release those Sand Troopers really looked good to me, too. Um, I think they had like a, an exclusive one with a white pauldron. I think that was the one. But then they came out with a two-pack with an orange pauldron. Well, those looked really good. And and one thing I'm really hoping to find that I missed out on was the uh, regular Stormtrooper 2-pack back when they released the Empire Strikes Back. I got the Vader and the Boba Fett and really loved them. And you know, for 40 bucks, I mean, and the quality that those are, that 110 scale looked really good to me. So... I was glad to see that I mean, the folks get the sand troopers. They they really look good too. Mm -hmm. 
improvement. Kodabaka has been excellent range. I had a few in the past, but you're right. I mean, they're, they're excellent quality for such a low price. Um, they're pretty damn good. <laughs> Mr. Campbell, uh, we'll do a little wrap up here. So, um, yes, this is a boring conversation anyway, that's for sure. We'll rambled on again as usual because we all love toys, but um, it's all good stuff. Chad, where can people find you? Uh, what sites and tools and podcasts and things have you got? Pimp thy stuff, sir. Uh, well, if you want to, if you want to talk to me directly, it's lucasclones at gmail.com. You can send me an email. But uh, as far as where you can find me online, I have a Facebook page. It's uh, Lucas Clones Customs. If you want to see my work. And uh, if you want to hear the podcast that Sean and I do, it's Custom Action Figure News. And uh, we just kind of started a whole new uh, RSS feed. And I believe the URL is customactionfigurenews.libson.com, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Sean will correct me if I'm wrong, I'm sure. And, uh, of course, we're always on Imperial Shipyards. Uh, you know, if, if you can't find that URL, just go on the front page and there's a button for custom action figure news on the right hand side and of course while you're there check out everything else because it's all really cool Definitely. and uh, again average, but the stuff you custom just blows me away the, the detail you do is um, pretty amazing so check out his YouTube channel as well so uh, right oh yeah uh, <laughs> I love this stuff on your YouTube channel and that's where I watch half this stuff but um, Eddie, you, you, I think, might have a, a little place where people can buy all, pretty much everything we've talked about today. Um, would that be right? Uh, yeah, that would be right. <laughs> yeah, you, can, uh, you can check us out at, uh, well, we don't have Mandal, so I know you won't be there. <laughs> I always have to take a little dig at Stephen about his hot toys and his Mandals. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can check us out at uh, dorksidetoys.com, um, facebook.com. <laughs> slash Dorkside Toys, and just Google for Dorkside Toys for Twitter. I don't know what I, I don't know what the address is. It's on there. We're on there. Trust me, we're on there. He's on there. Is he? Yeah. What about you, Sean? Where can people find you and uh, online? Uh, same place as always. Tamer Imperial Shipyards dot net. So cool. and a great set. You guys are what? How many YouTube have been running Imperial Shipyards? That's been a long time. Ah, oh, gee whiz, I don't know how long it's been now. Seven years? Seven years. Yeah, something like that. Yep. It's a great forum. Definitely is a great forum. Check them out. Um, thank you. Okay, I'm Fly Guy from FlyGuy.net. You can check this out uh, on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash flyguy.net. And this will also be on our Boring Conversation Enemy podcast page as an MP3. So Thanks to everyone who's still around, and to we've got six viewers left in the room. Thank you for listening <laughs> as we rambled on a little bit today, as usual. But uh, much appreciated to you guys for connecting and hooking up. Thank you for that, and uh, we shall uh, see you all soon. Thanks.